What's up, everybody, and welcome to the club. Today is October 15th, 9 p.m. EST, and we are here live, episode 10, with our CNFTCon recap. Um, today's episode is not going to be like our other episodes. We don't have a dedicated guest. We will be just talking about uh, CNFTCon that happened this past weekend, and we're we're going to be open to anybody in the audience to coming up and, and talking about their experiences and kind of just giving people that weren't able to attend uh, a good idea of everything that went down. And I personally didn't get to go, but my co-host did, and we're going to have a, a great time talking about um, the amazing event that the people over at BuffyBot put on. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, going into what you were saying, Fauci, you were the one that actually was able to go um, and meet all these people, like you were saying. So how, how was that experience to see people that you were probably talking trash to in Discord and now seeing them face-to-face? Yeah, well... You know, it's it's cool. Um, it's, it's you know, it's pretty. Uh, I'll call it a uh, constructive criticism. So that's a better <laughs> word to use. And, uh, <laughs> constructive criticism. That's what it was. So it, well, I mean, what can we say? No, I got you. I got you. But but uh, Jeff and uh, FDE, if you guys want to hop in, feel free. This is not going to be as structured as our usual episodes, so feel free to um speak up whenever but uh but yeah Fauci, i guess i'm the one that has the most questions because I, I out of all you guys i was the only one that wasn't able to go and i was pretty bummed out that i wasn't able to so i guess kind of like maybe just give your over overview of how you felt about it and like your whole experience like you know kind of the things that stood out to you the most i guess i think the coolest thing was like being in the west gate and then being with everybody there that was pretty dope um but like with the the whole convention this is the first year. I know next year is going to be way better. There's going to be way more improvements. So this is like more uh, research and kind of figuring out what works and what doesn't for them this year, I'm sure. But overall, I think it was pretty cool. I've seen a lot of projects at great booths. And I've seen like uh, the speakers like Charles and the Shelby people virtual. It was pretty cool. So it's just pretty – I had a good time. That's pretty dope. I saw um, – I saw that – you guys were able to uh, see Charles and, and Jeff was able to actually talk to him for a bit. So Jeff, like, how was it, how was it like meeting him? Or like, I don't know if uh, FDE got to meet him or, or talk to him, but like, how was it to actually see him? Like, you know, I know we kind of always see him on YouTube and stuff, just talking um, in his little room, but like, just to see him as like a normal person, like, how was that? Um, it was pretty normal, to be honest. Um, pretty laid back dude. It's like, um, I thought he was really chill about everything. So like, I went up to him first. I, I thanked him for giving us the opportunity to build on a blockchain. Um, he was very receptive with that. And then, um, basically I was like, Hey, let me, if you don't mind, let me take a photo. Cause I felt rushed. He did have two security guards next to him. But he wasn't moving rushed uh, at all. As soon as uh, we took the photo, uh, then we were outside the overexposed booth. And I was like, do you mind if I go over my project with you? And he was he said, sure, so quick, um, which helped me just instantly get on game mode and um, started talking about the project. Uh, the first thing I made him do, or not made him do, but I asked uh, was, hey, uh, would you like to turn yourself into a mech? Because we did have a section in our booth where uh, people would just write their Twitter handle, their ADA handle. And then uh, we had head, body, and traits. 
which the traits are, will be like the accessories or the the uh, whatever on the on the mechanism. So he did it. He went uh, right behind, uh, right in front of the green screen. He took a photo. In fact, I don't know if you guys know, like the photo that's going around where people are customizing it, and um, there was in front of a green screen. It's actually in the overexposed booth. Um, you can see it on the side. It says overexposed and mechanism. So that was pretty cool to see, uh, uh, um, you know, our founder get involved and actually participating. He wrote down his Twitter handle. Like, it's funny. <laughs> Everybody knows his Twitter handle, but he did it. Like, he wrote down his Twitter handle. I got his Ada handle from Josh, and I told him, you don't need to write it on there. I already got it from Josh, and he and he gave me, like, he gave me like a smirk. <laughs> so it was funny. Like, he, he was like, oh, smart guy. Um, that's what I felt. That's what I felt from him. And then, um, yeah, so then he goes, uh, he's in front of the, the green screen and the lights are there. And uh, he goes, hey, can I take a picture with the team? And, you, you know, that surprised me because, like, usually people ask him for pictures. And he was like, man, I actually want to take a picture with the team. So then Ren calls me over. Uh, we all go in front of the camera and we take a photo. And then we just start talking about overexposed. Uh, and describing the work that Ren did to create the the mechanism. And it was such a blur, like that whole moment, because there was a lot of people surrounding the booth. So it felt weird. A lot of people with cameras, uh, a lot of, you know, security. So it was like everything was going so fast, but everything was was hitting. Like all the points we was able to talk about overexposed. He was very, you know, amazed on the art because we had these huge banners. Um, surrounded the booth and uh yeah so the only thing that i feel that <laughs> nah, i probably feel that more so but like the, the the main thing that we felt that was i didn't give him like a overexposure i didn't give him nothing like i just forgot because everything was going so fast and everybody was like charles 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 so <laughs> so that was like a big failure on my part like for to have him like holding up the oe uh shirt but i know that's gonna be way more instances where i'm gonna run into uh charles and most likely it'll be better off you know in a different environment because i'm pretty sure he got a whole bunch of shirts and stuff like that so he's just probably gonna throw it in a bag of <laughs> his nft shirts so kind of want to do something a little bit more special and higher quality for charles especially after seeing him with the poncho today um i see my boy got some swag but yeah that was my experience sorry to rant no man, you're all good. I, I'm 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 super curious because I, I I I was all I was able to do is just see those pictures. Like I saw that picture of Charles uh, on overexposed with overexposed the green screen and stuff like that, and I was like I was just super happy for you, bro. Cause I'm like fuck yes, like my my boy is getting his chance to shine. He's getting some recognition. And then when you told me that you guys were actually able to talk, I was super excited because I'm like damn, like let me find out. I you know my boy gets a little connect in there, you know. And we, we get the, uh you know, that plug into the CNT community because I feel like, uh I mean, I don't know. I mean, I guess in the past, before this event, I feel like kind of like the the consensus was or kind of like the, the idea was that Charles didn't really care about NFTs. I mean, and, and it's just like it kind of like it was like this thing that was just happening. And then he was just like, OK, well, I'm focusing on the real stuff that matters. So when I saw him over there actually like taking pictures with the people at the JPEG store and going to and talking to different projects and, ha and taking pictures with them and, and and all that, I was like super like happy because I'm like, man, 
it, it kind of felt like he was kind of like ashamed of of the NFT community in a way because he would never acknowledge any of us. He wouldn't. He would never talk about any projects. He would never like like say anything like good on on any of his like uh, I guess like events or podcast things like he would do. So I was super happy that that you actually got singled out by him and you were able to talk to him, bro. That's super dope. Yeah, man. And I'll be honest, uh, you know, a lot of people talk about Josh, but he 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 also showed face at NFT NYC. So he remembered me uh, from there. And we had a, a great conversation at NFT NYC. So it was pretty dope. Like him actually coming up to me. He was like, yo, you remember me from NFT NYC? I'm like, bro, you're Josh. Of course I remember you. <laughs> and then uh, and then he had his glasses on and um I was just, again, showing him the project. I was like, remember me? Because the last time I showed him the project, I was actually showing him the animated mechs, the one-on-ones. So now that he, he's seeing them instilled in different, uh, you know, variations, it was a little bit easier to show it to him. And then we also had a nano frame uh, for these, uh, like, pieces that we had for people that won on the roulette table because we had a whole roulette table in, in our in our booth as well. So whoever won like the hand or whatever i'm not a, a roulette player but, and i was winning crazy funny enough <laughs> but whoever won the hand uh essentially will get an nft and we had like like five different nfts we had like uh different cnft con appreciations and things of that nature um so he was saw he saw that and then uh i was showing him the merch again failed I given him a shirt or something like that. It, 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 I don't know. CNFT kind of was overwhelming um, with information for, uh, you know, me shilling the project 24 seven back to back to back. It was like, literally you're shilling in person. It's, it, it's, it was easier for me because I do that, but it was so weird at the same time. Um, you know, cause my background is sales. So it was kind of easy to just talk to random people and describe, uh, value to something so it was it was something that I felt very comfortable um, but I would admit it was super weird and overwhelming because as a collector myself I would step out to the booth and then go to like to show appreciation to other booths and grab my stuff and then you know you would hang out with the 2500 club and then setting up booths it's just so much stuff it was it was very overwhelming I I, I will agree but next year like like Fossey was saying, I think it's going to be a lot better and organized because even myself as, as a person that would just an exhibitor, um, I would admit I, there's some things that I that, that, that we could have done better. And I'm pretty sure that we're going to I'm 100 percent sure we're going to be applying these things and taking notes and gathering our thoughts and how we can make it better. And I'm sure CNFT Con and Buffy Bot is already working on making uh, 2023 better. Yeah, when I was on Twitter, um, I was seeing like a lot of people uh, were they were like complaining about like the organization of like the panels or the events and stuff like that or something. Like, did you guys notice anything, or was that like just like some some random people that had those issues or like? Because I saw I saw a few people talking about like that they weren't happy that the way that they ran it. I guess. Did you guys have any experience with that, or was that just more just people, uh, just being upset over nothing? I guess I'll say my experience. I'll be honest. It was a little uh, confusing um, in a sense, like something like this would have been just a simple fix, like an app where the CNFT con shows you every single booth, just like their website, 
but just if they're making mobile friendly or even if they have a login browser type of vibe that you can just have an account, you log in from your browser on your phone. And every time you go inside a booth and you check in, you, you, you check like a box or something, it highlights yellow. So like that you can know which booths you already hit up and which ones you missed. Um, and also the speaker panels like that. I think that was the, the biggest because I was a speaker at the event. I actually we were speaking on community management. And we spoke from, you know, hooligans all the way to old money in terms of, you know, communities. And yeah, there was only like 10, 15 people in my panel. And then I saw a picture of uh, Patrick's panel and there was only like three or four. So I would admit like that part could have been, you know, vocalized better. But I don't, by the situ, by the circumstances they were in, and the first time being at CNFT Con and them building this huge um, event, I do think that it, everything everything was damn near perfect. Of course, there's going to be stuff that's going to be you know to be done better, but for the first year, I think it was it, it, it exceeded my expectation, at least from my experience. I was gonna say I didn't see like any brochures or nothing where people are at what time or nothing. That's pretty confusing. Yeah, I was going to ask because, Jeff, obviously you were there in terms of like more of you had your own booth. It was like more of a business mode. But for Fauci and for UFDE, you guys went more so of just like the just to being able to experience it. So like I'm interesting. I'm interested to hear like what was kind of like your experience um, is like compared to kind of Jeff since he was kind of like in he was kind of like involved with actually putting on the event in a, in a way, but you guys were just, just like the, the people that were actually taking it in. Like what kind of stuff did you guys like? What kind of stuff did you guys not like? And like, did you see, like, did you like, re- could you relate to any of these issues that he was talking about? You want to go FD? No, I ain't gonna lie. Like I was like, wait, I didn't even pay the kind no attention for real. I was treated that shit like a vacation. Like, I went to a few booths, grabbed some shit, but, like, I, that shit was boring me just walking around booth to booth. So, I wasn't even really, I would, I would go in, hit a couple booths, go out, smoke, maybe go get a drink. Like, I was not spending that much time in the con, I ain't gonna lie. The first day when Charles spoke, I watched that. Um, we started virtual and all that. That was cool. And, like, I would have watched more of the people speaking and shit, but, like, like Jeff was saying, like, it was... It was definitely scattered, and they didn't really like display it well. Like they had, basically, the, it had like the the name of the panel and the time, but it wouldn't say like who was going to be speaking, or like it wasn't clear where they was going to be speaking. So after like after I realized that shit, I kind of just said fuck the panels and all that. Um, yeah, I mean it was a nice little vibe. Everybody's walking around friendly and shit. There's, you know, bunch of people there, bunch of people you know, bunch of people you don't know. Um, a lot of projects that I did expect to see, like Mad Dog Car Club. I thought they was like just real rough. Uh, but it was cool. It was dope overall. The vibes and shit, and the parties was dope. The parties was dope as hell. That's that's awesome. So why 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 did you feel like it was boring? Like what about it? Like what do you feel like they like? Well, they didn't have like they had like no music or nothing in the background or something. It was just like just silent people talking all, the whole time or what? No, they had music in the background. I guess it was just like. It might have been some of the booths. Like, I guess it was more the the booths were boring, not like how they were done, but just like 
maybe the people they had man in the booths weren't really people people. So they was just kind of like chilling, hoping you walk up to them. But like, I like you go to if you got by like the OE booth, it was live. Like it was always people in there. Jeff was bouncing around. Ren was over talking to people. Like it just felt different. But like, yeah, a lot of the smaller booths, it's just like one or two people there just kind of hanging out, looking like uh, we kind of want to say something to you, but we're not going to. So we're gonna wait and see if you walk over here. Like, I got, you, I got you. So what? So. Out of all the booths there, like, what are some of them that stood out to you guys? Because I, I seen a picture of, like, a the Yummy Universe booth, and it was just, like, a table and a poster or something like that. That's and what I'm the was, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Clay's had a dope booth. I think they had two booths. I think they had, like, a regular Clay booth and then, like, the Bank Nation Lounge or some shit. Um, the OE booth was dope. Old Money. Virtual. Uh, I, Mad Dog Car Club shit was on point. Uh, worlds within like it was a lot of nice booths i guess i think it was like more of the smaller like the small booths and like it just depends on who you had there like you would just need somebody i think people need like a more lively you know customer service type person for that but, like you know a lot of nerds is like more introverted so yeah i got you go ahead jeff go ahead Nah, I just wanted to name a couple booths that I that 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 I felt like they were pretty awesome as well. Um, personally, enjoyed Introverts, Journeys, Jarheads. Jarheads had a small booth, but they had an interesting concept where they had like these these uh like these these uh papers where you will create your own jar, which not an actual jar, but you know what I mean, like the Jarheads NFT. You would make your own jar, and it was pretty dope. I, I felt like that was pretty interesting, and they always had, like, one or two people. Sammy from their community was there. Um, so, yeah, those three was a big uh, were ones that, like, stood out to me because I didn't know much about Journeys, the project. I mean, I've seen them, of course, but they didn't know about it. And then I figured out that they actually build the structure by, stra- by scratch, um, introverts, they had a good artistic panel on there. They had nice, good quality merch. And yeah, so those three stuck out to me. And there was a guy there. I think his name was Ghost or something like that. I don't I don't remember his name. But basically, he had like these knobs that would essentially, you would create your own NFT. But with, ah, man, I wouldn't, I'll be the, I, I can't even, I can't even explain it because it was so dope. Uh, Charles even tweeted it, I think, so. I forgot his name. If somebody remembers, or I think Falsy was right next to me when it happened. I could be wrong. Was oh, it? No. The, uh, it looked like a coin machine, right? Yeah, it was. It was a little different. Like they had like these. They looked nah. It looked like these knobs. Like if you was mixing and mastering a song, or um, it had these knobs. Ah oh, man, it was so dope though. But it was basically a skull, and you would change it, and a, and, and like the color would change, or it would be darker. Uh, but yeah, it was pretty good. That was a small booth as well. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, that journey booth was tough, bro. They snapped. Like, I'm, I'm definitely a fan of them. Wait, what did they have in it? What, what did it look like? Bro, it was super colorful, and it looked just like how their like roadmap kind of looks like. Oh shit! So, in fact, uh, funny enough, like I, after I um, came back. Um, I've noticed that they made a 3D model of their booth. So if you go to their tweets, it'll probably be like, uh, you know, already buried. But they did a 3D model of their booth, which was pretty, pretty awesome, man. I was like, damn, we should have did that. (laughs) Like, that would have been cool to give a 3D model um, 
experience for the people that wasn't there. So shout outs to them. Hey, I see hidden. How's it going, my guy? How's guess, it going? Vince? I guess I'm in red bloom now. <laughs> What's up, guys? How are you enjoying? That? It's amazing. I made some dope connections, and yeah, it's gonna be awesome. To see what see what we do from here. <laughs> hey, so hidden, how, was, how was your experience at the NFTCon? Everybody's waiting. I wasn't able to go, but I'm. So I did the after party. According to that, and according to the kickoff party, so I was busy working. So I had a great time, other than me being tired. So hopefully, you guys had a good time at the at the party. I was trying to give good vibes out there. That's all. That's awesome, man. So how has it been in a rare bloom? I don't know. I don't think any of these guys were able. It's a little more intimate. That's all I gotta say. It was was a last minute thing for me. Um, I think the cool thing is. Charles is just like fucking just chilling out here because there's like there's like this very small group of people out here. He's just chilling. So did you get to talk? Yeah, dude. He just, he's he's just chilling. He's literally just out here just chilling. There's like I mean like three hundred of us out here in total. Maybe I'm gonna go like eight hundred. Let's go eight hundred. Maybe a lot less. I don't know. It's pretty intimate. That's not, that's the best word to explain it. That's dope. Go ahead, Jeff. Hey, uh, bro, did you go to the NFT gallery by NanoFrames yet? Oh, they did such a good job over here at Rare Balloon, also at CMTCon. It's so cool. It's so Dude, cool. It's uh, beautiful. My guy Ren is out there. He has, like, one of the walls. I think the one that you go into the left. Yep. No, it up. is so beautiful. Like, oh, my God. Like, I walked in there. And I was like, damn, this is fucking fire. Wait, Jeff, is he displaying a custom piece, or is he displaying the one of ones that you guys been uh, that you guys released? Those I'm gonna pin a tweet to the top. It's super it's nice, man. Uh, oh, it, um, it, it, Jeff, was it yours? The, the really fancy ones that like lots of colors and moving shit. Yeah, that the is. ones to the left. Yeah, that's the one. I was I was watching that shit. That was fucking dope. I was teasing um, Endmaker because they were looking at the basic one. There was like one that had a cloud on it. There was all this amazing one on the left. But then they're like, oh, I love this one. Aaron. It's basically like a screensaver. A Windows 8 screensaver. <laughs> and I, but I was looking at all the cool fancy stuff that you probably put up there, Jeff. But then, yep, that's the one. Yep, that's it. That's what I was looking at. That shit was dope. That was beautiful. Oh, yeah. Wait. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, and if you go down and, and like read the respond I did to the luck, you'll see the video so you'll get the animation view of it. It was wait, so he, this was the coolest he, thing I've seen. He made all three of these, Jeff? <laughs> yeah. It was he, so he cool. does all his artwork. <laughs> That's so cool. Damn. Damn I'd love to just have one just 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 commissioned for me. <laughs> just for something else, you know? Something, you know, yeah. Something, you know, super low key. That's crazy. For everybody, for everybody, for everybody listening on the podcast later, I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure to link this in the description so you guys can be able to see it on Twitter. But this is sick, man. Yeah, I I, I, I like I I don't know because I I've seen Ren's work and with the mechanisms and stuff, and it's kind of like always been kind of like a person, I guess, in a way. But to see him do kind of like this, I don't even know how do you describe it, but it's just like a whole entire scene. Oh, just can I give you a fun fact about Ren? That was the first time he ever did like besides because he only the he, the only person he has done is himself. Um, so like the first NFT like project is like mechanism. Um, the rest has been all one on one arts like that. So like that's what I saw. Jesus Christ! 
Um, so that's what brought my attention. And we, I kind of told them, it's like, you know, we need a, pro you can't sell, you could sell, but it's like, you can't sell a bunch of those uh, to the masses and just, and it will take a bunch of time. Like that, that, that takes uh, like a week or two to do. It's not like something that you do in a day or 24 hours, 48 hours. So it takes some time to, to do those one-on-one. So imagine doing 4,000 of those, it would take them probably a year. <laughs> so um, he does those as Ren's collection. So, like, for example, the the first auction that we did with Ardano that he's shooting the Cardano logo, that's part of that uh, series. So, basically, would be his one-on-one -on -one art. That's super dope. And it, you know, that kind of that kind of art style approach is kind of like what uh, Animinsky does. Well, I don't know if that's how you say it. Aeon? Aeon? Um, how he has, like, you know, the or whatever. What, how, do you, how do you pronounce it? I think it's Aeonian Sky. What? Hey. Hey, we all got a different. We'll go with uh, whatever she's saying, Anthony. Hey, but you guys know what I mean, though. But like that, that kind of like imagine if Ren did a collection like that, like a, like one of you put together like pieces. Like imagine like he has like a he has like three weeks to a month every single panel. Like I think he would create some crazy shit. No, not gonna lie. Yeah, it'll be fun, but. Aeon is already doing it, so it'll be kind of like stealing his swag. It would be cool <laughs> if they collabed and he were able to build on that board if it was in my. Because um, I don't, I, I think what he's doing is unique, and you don't want to steal the thunder if it makes sense. But it would be dope to see them two collab and maybe add on to that big board that he's doing. Um, I know that it's like a whole puzzle. It would be I, 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 I love Aeon. Honestly, that's one of my favorite artists in the space because. He does things that remind me of Ren. It's just like the, it's literally like night and day. So like, in my, that's how I see it. <laughs> Ren is the night and then the other guy, Aeon is, or Fina, I don't even know, is the day. Because yeah, all of his pieces are nice and bright, happy colors. And then Ren shit is like you're in a dungeon somewhere. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> you're in a fucking dungeon. But yeah, but um, one of the things I wanted to ask you guys, one of the things that I saw DeLuke talking about uh, earlier today was that he he got, a, uh, I guess, a better sense of what these projects are really about. And I guess he was sleeping on some projects. And when he saw them at CNFTCon, he had he had his mind changed about them. Like what 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 are some of the projects like to you that you kind of feel like you maybe you were sleeping on that that impressed you? Or maybe some projects that you had like high expectations for, and maybe you were let down by by either their booth or I guess just the way that they ran the whole thing. I, I go. I go first. Um, so you said which one were the most? I, I already mentioned uh, introverts and journeys. Those are going to be my choices because again, I didn't know much of their project. Obviously, I knew of their project, but I didn't know much. But seeing them in person. Talking to the founders, uh, the founder built himself into a mech from introverts, and he's even a holder. Um, he has one of the high ranks, so that was pretty dope. Um, and I can't—I don't want to say which one disappointed me because I—I I think that'll be <laughs> so recorded. I think that'll be pretty messed up. How about Fauci? <laughs> huh? Fauci, talk shit real quick. Oh, like bad boost? No, I can't do that, bro. Oh, come on. Oh, my God. Bro, you know, I respect the people, bro. I respect the people that came out there for real more than the ones that, you know, that didn't show up. It's constructive criticism. If it was bad, it was bad. I mean, what is, like, there's nothing wrong with saying that. 
A for effort, man. They they came out there, they put something together. It's it takes a lot to do that. I appreciate them. I mean, you be on NFA talking shit all day, but now I ask you to talk shit and you don't want to do nothing. My boy rebranded, bro. Chill. It's falsely falsely rebranded, bro. <laughs> One weekend and you're rebranded? God damn, man. They changed stuff within a day, man. <laughs> you've been hanging around. You've been uh, around Charles too much. You... I, I will tell you the story about when Fauci ran down on DZ at the after party. <laughs> Let's get into that. I want. I actually want. I wanted to ask about the after party and all this stuff that you know was uh was after the convention and all that shit. Yeah, I forgot he ran down on DZ, bro. That's dope, funny. <laughs> now I'm blocked and follow. Yeah, the thing is, you know, you know, it was like it was a, it was a harmless joke that I made, and he blocked me like nothing. I was like, all right, whatever. So I see him like, oh, bro, you blocked me for that. That was kind of crazy. So I go, what? What's your name? And then he just done blocking me and following me. I was like, all right, it's pretty cool. He's chill, dude. Wait, what's so No more beef. There's no beef. Uh, it was resolved. <laughs> it was resolved. He put him in his super place. quick too. <laughs> Let me find out. Fauci got some pressure, man, making people buckle. Dude, he just like Justin and DZ was just sitting down because they phones. Fauci just came and sat right between them. Just like, <laughs> no way. <laughs> I had to get my point across, man. Like, yo, bro, what's going on? That Funny is- enough, he didn't just sit in between. Like, he squeezed in between. <laughs> them, like, Excuse me. <laughs> like, yo, move over, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That takes some balls for real, man. For real. not a lot of people would do that. They'd be too scared to go up there. Nah, they knew what it was because they was peeping us for a minute already. They know what it was. <laughs> <laughs> That's dope. So, how was the what, what? What kind of after parties did you guys have? Like, you know, what, what was the vibe? What, where'd you guys go? Like, run me through that. I'm not gonna lie, bro. The best parties, all money, they snap. All money snap. Really? What would you guys do? What would they have set up? This is a rooftop, um, bar like bar, open bar. They had some like old school music playing a little bit in the background, nothing crazy. And everybody was just chopping it up like it was packed up there. Oh, yeah. The after yeah. party on Saturday was more like some like EDM vibes. It was cool. Like everybody was chilling and stuff, but like the music was crazy. Music was cool. <laughs> was, was old money only for holders? Yeah, holders plus your one. That's dope. That that's probably why I was so uh, so good to you guys because you guys were knew everybody there pretty much. Yeah, it was pretty exclusive. There wasn't that many people there. But it, was, it was pretty chill. I got you, but okay. So so. I guess since we talked about projects, how about let's talk about some people. Like, how, what what are some of the people that you met that you guys? I guess you were the most surprised at. Like, I guess maybe you're like, I did not expect this person to look like this or to be like this. Okay, so I thought Ren would be like emo as fuck, but dude looks like Harry Potter, bro. Like that ass, like his walking twin. <laughs> I'm dead. What about you, Jeff? Do you got anybody? Well, the person, the founder that I was most impressed by, mad random, was a uh, digital lowlife. Um, homie is legit. Like, 
it was pretty awesome. He made me feel dope as shit. Like, he came up to me. Like, I went up to his booth, and I'm, like, looking at it. And it got a New York vibe in it. So every time I feel New York, I, it, 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 like, drags me in. Like, ah, uh, why are you drag? It, it just pulls me in. And I it felt a New York vibe there. I could be wrong, because sometimes I get it with L.A. people, because, you know, sometimes it's a, it could be a little mixture of that. But I felt the New York vibe in there, so I go in there, and I'm looking at it. He's like, yo, I remember you. I'm like, yeah, I'm the founder. You know, I'm one of the people from OE and stuff like that. And he was like, no, 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 no. I remember you. I'm like, ah, shit. <laughs> Hope it's not New York. <laughs> and then he goes, oh, now I remember. I drew you, you digital low life with the, with the hat, right? With the hat. I was like, oh, yeah, you did. Bro, I didn't even remember that he drew me. Like, I forgot about that. And it was pretty dope to see him remembering that. And, like, just speaking to him, like, just that that initial conversation, like, made me feel so dope that I was, like, attracted to talking to the person in a sense. So I just started chatting it up. We talking for a little bit. And he, he honestly impressed me the most because it was – I didn't know much about the the artist. I love the art. Obviously, he's one of the best. But it was so surprising that he remembered exactly who I was. He drew. Didn't he draw like ten k or seven k people? Like, how can you remember that? Yeah, that's that's super awesome. I, I mean, I, I've never heard of that project, but I'm sure it was maybe it was just like a handful of one of ones. Nah, nah like thousands. You've seen it. It's the digital low lowlifes. It's like just little heads. Kind of like cyberpunked out. You've seen it. Let me look it up. FD, how about you? Did you did you see anybody that you were like, I did not expect this motherfucker to look like that? Man, a lot of people. Like, I, for whatever reason, I expected everybody to be taller. Like, I knew Jeff wasn't tall, but, like, I expected everybody to be taller. So I expected Charles to be taller. Like, I thought, I don't know. That shit was just weird. Um, a lot of people that owe money got like full heads of gray hair. <laughs> really? Not a lot, but it's definitely a, definitely an older, you know, ho- older holders and old money. Uh, yeah, that's, it was, it was just different. Like only the people that I've seen before, I expect to look how they look like but anybody I hadn't seen. It's just like, damn, you don't really look nothing like I thought you would. That, uh, I heard that DeLuke had a Rico Suave voice. Is that true? Or are they just capping? Yeah, he got the voice in the hair. <laughs> hey, so I pinned Joseph Miranda on the top. That's probably why you didn't know him, because he, I guess it goes by the art of Joseph Miranda. And he oh. got a project called Digital Low Life. I've seen these. I've seen these. So that banner you see right there, yeah. um, everybody signed. And if you look by the by homie's foot, you probably won't notice, but it says four or five Jeff on there, so it's pretty dope as well. <laughs> that's dope. I remember. I know I've seen these before. I think there's one of the dudes that does spaces that's really big, and he has one of these, right? I don't know his name. Maybe maybe Fausti knows who I'm talking about. He's like he does like a big space, and he has this kind of art style as his PFP. You're probably thinking or or or. No, no, it's this kind. I swear, it's this kind. But either way, anyways, anyways, um, that but but that's super dope. I I know that um that you guys had a good time, and for the first one, it's obviously there's gonna be some mistakes and stuff. So like, what what kind what kind of things you feel like 
are like the main things that you want to see in the next one that are you like, man, we got to have this to keep improving. And do you, are, did they say that they're going to keep it in Vegas or are they going to move it to a different city? No idea where, but one thing I'd like to see an improvement on is uh, the 2500 Lounge. I hope there's one next year. Bro, I swear he said he was going to do that. He didn't do it? It was there, but it was just like two couches. It was like a big ass, like maybe like a, I mean, it was a big ass area with just literally two couches in a corner. Ah, uh, nah, bro. That's dead as fuck, man. Yeah, that was actually really sad. I didn't even go in there once because you're not going to catch me in that, in that lounge. And I, every time I walk past it, there was nobody there. Or just some random person picking up the couch and using it as props. So <laughs> I don't know, man. That was It was pretty bad. It would have been the next year where we're discussing, we're we going to do a booth, man. We got to do a booth for, for the 2500 Club, 30 by 30, instead of that. Yeah, we had like a 80 by 80 with just two couches, bro. Like, no lie. It was probably an 80 by 80. That's is, I think they were full-tall couches, too, like the ones you see at Walmart, bro. Yeah. They weren't even comfortable. Yeah. No, we gotta no, Fausti. You need to pull up with that energy on Adam, man, and, and Marco. What, what what kind of shit is this? Well, I think the market spoke for itself. Uh, people voiced their opinions. Marker heard it loud and clear. Uh, going oh, forward, you, you got know, a point yeah. about it? I think we got a point across. Wait, did oh you know? yeah, we got a point across, bro. Come on, you you haven't been you've been hiding, huh? You haven't been in the club, <laughs> bro. I haven't been peeping. I'm not gonna lie. I've been kind of sad that you guys. Dude, it was like a wall of people talking about airdrops and they're showing the price for the previous airdrops. And Marco came in and wrote a long ass fucking novel like Hoodrow. No way. No, I missed this. When was this? I missed this. Last night, I think. Or, I don't know. Time in the blur since I got back. <laughs> okay. Well, as long as he knows, because he better not forget we're the one that makes it. We're the one that make the community. So if he going he going to give us two fucking casting couch bullshit like come on man. Hey, I did get my bag as a mod though. Like I did get my... <laughs> You got a ba- goodie bag? Good basket. I got a goodie bag, bro. It has some shit in there, dog. I did get my my little goodie bag and I ain't going to lie that goodie bag held it down because I ain't go to a lot of booths. So I will admit that little goodie bag had a little little bit of everything, a little pins, you know, little stickers. I got my little stickers in there. You know, I think I, it was a shirt, a Montrosity shirt. It was something nice, man. Yeah, yo, FDE, you got your bag? Oh, yeah. Yeah, the bag was dope. I ain't gonna lie. It was yeah. nice and full. Like, it had a lot of stuff in it. One thing I was disappointed about was not getting uh, the Aniski, or however you say his name, his badge from uh, CNFT Con News uh, booth. I got a whole button. Yeah. Yeah, I wanted one of them. I got a couple. I got like the Space Buds one, OE. Space Buds a rug, bro. Yeah, I got a Space Buds one too. Come on, man. Was a rug. FDE, come on, you got to back up that statement. What? FDE, you just said Space Bugs is a rug. <laughs> no, it ain't a rug, but it ain't what people be trying to make it out to be. Man, you ain't say it to his face, though, bro. It was just that CNFT con last weekend. You feel I ain't me? got no problem with him. I'm talking about the holders. Y'all the ones crazy. Really? <laughs> I mean, I was. I wish I was rich enough to have a... I think you're talking about Jeff then, right? Yeah, I know Jeff got one. 
Why they didn't? Yo, why, why he calling me out? I don't, man, I have a lot of NFTs, bro. Space Buzz is one of the best, though. The pioneers. Old they Money had the best booth. You said Old Money had the best booth? Yep. By Wait, far. Your milk cartons. What was that about? When milk cartons was water cartons, right? Because of the waterboarding. And uh, <laughs> it was just like an art piece, like it was an art installation, man. It wasn't really a booth. It was just like a piece of work of art. So that was the booth that you guys just you just pulled up and put your name on the carton, and that's it. Yeah. The booth for real, then. Well, our names came on the on the carton itself. Oh, oh, okay. That's dope. Yeah, certain people. Even though I'm a holder, I didn't get in my name on a fucking cart. <laughs> Bro, I got literally airdropped the first newspaper, dog, and my name was not on the cart. Just you know what I was told by by one of their mods? I was because you're not um, involved in the community. <clears throat> what do you, yeah. you don't be around, bro. If you if you're not if you're not around, people forget. That's all. I definitely be there, bro. Check my check my messages, bro. I, I I'm honestly there. The only the only reason why you say that is because you know my activity in the twenty five hundred club, and you know how much I be in there. But just because I be in the twenty five hundred club a lot doesn't mean I need to be sharing love, oh crazy like that, bro. Last time last time Jeff came in old money Discord, everybody was like, "Who is you, MFR?" Like, they know who Jeff. <laughs> Because my name is President Dynamite, bro. Or <laughs> you, and I have a picture of freaking. You know why, bro? Stop acting dumb. <laughs> nah, that's crazy. You're really not important enough. That's tough. But, but yeah, that that's super awesome. I'm glad that you guys had a good time. I was uh, I was sitting here in my room sulking the whole time. Sad that I wasn't able to go, but hopefully I can make it out to the next one, and hopefully Ada is not at fucking one penny by then, because this shit just keep going down, bro. Like, it's legit. It's going. It's going to keep going down. I'm like, it can't possibly go down worse. It can't possibly go down. And I checked today, and it's like thirty cents. I'm like, what? And it was we were just at forty something. We're like at forty six or something like that. Everybody wants twenty cent Ada, man. It's going. It's going down some more. It's just depressing, man, because I had like a thousand ADA in a wallet, and I remember when it when it when that used to be worth almost two thousand dollars, and then now I don't even open the wallet anymore. Because every time I look at it, I just get sad. Yeah, it's like three hundred right now. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's a pair of J's if you really think about it. Like you know how. <laughs> You buying the secondary, bro. You got a pair of J's just sitting. That's so tough, bro. That's so tough. But yeah, but uh but yeah, we're 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 nearing the end. Falsy, Falsy, if you will have any stuff you want to say, I know I've been kind of asking a whole bunch of questions, but like if you have anything you want to talk about, man, before we get out of here. No, nah, we're good to go. I'm definitely excited for next year, bro. I think it's gonna be a lot better. I hope it's somewhere I don't know. I don't mind Vegas again, but probably like Florida, LA. <laughs> Jeff, in your hometown, Jeff, how you feel about that in your hometown? It would get crazy. I would love Florida. My God, it would be amazing. But it's—I it, think it's gonna—it should be in Vegas, though. I'm be honest. We we need to double back over there. We need to we need to go back and spin the block one more time. 
different hotel this time? Absolutely. As long as whatever the hotel is at, we all stay together. That's all that matters. I don't care what hotel. Hey, Jeff, I, I remember before you guys left, you were saying that you got rugged and you got, like, one of those trash hotels. Was the hotel trash for real? Uh, like, you got, like, a one-star hotel? It definitely wasn't one star, bro. Uh, I, I mean, I've been to plenty of hotels, and that wasn't one star because, I, I don't know, I had a nice suite, bro. Like, my, I had a jacuzzi next to my bed. Like, it had a kitchen, a living room. I was like, what? <laughs> uh, they put me, like, on the last door, like, and it had, like, three doors. Like, my room had three doors, no lie. It, so, it was pretty dope. So, in my experience, it was amazing. But... <laughs> Tuski said, like, he had a roach on him or something like that. So, <laughs> I don't know, man. It just all, it all, it all matters where you sleep sometimes, bro. It could be the same <laughs> hotel, but a boy got a roach on him, so. <laughs> Wait, where was he staying at? He had roaches in his room. I have no clue, bro. And I ain't gonna lie. I went to the Westgate. Yeah, West- yeah, I seen roaches outside for sure. Oh shit! Hey, listen, mine didn't have not one roach in there. Yeah, I ain't had no roaches with them elevators, man. I'll see ele- roaches. Nah, my room is cool, bro. I had no complaints. And like what I was saying, like being in a hotel, and, like with everybody, and then like you get fucked up, you ain't gotta go nowhere crazy, far away. Take an Uber all the way out in the middle of nowhere. It's cool. I like it. It's a vibe. Yeah, because every. Like right next to where you guys were staying, right? So you don't have to worry about driving or nothing. No, right? I'm in a cab everywhere in a fucking Uber. Oh, I thought it was like all in the same area. Like we still went and did other shit. Like it wasn't really no food right there or nothing. Like so for that, and like when we went, like the club wasn't over there either for the after party or um, the old money party. We had to go, you know, we had to catch the Ubers for that shit. But like the convention was right there. I got you. I got you, but that's dope, man. Th- thank you guys for for hopping in and, and letting me live the scene of TCon experience through you guys. I'm sure, I'm sure the next time that that we have it, I'll be able to go. Hopefully, so we can have a good time together. Especially Jeff. I'm. Uh, hopefully, you don't go. Are you gonna be on work on work uh, focused next time? Or are you gonna be there to have a good time? It's always work focused, bro. But I, I I think I spread enough love. Like I think I did. I think I did a a good balance. Like I was able to hang out with Falsy, FTE, chill with them. We did it. I think I did a good balance. Honestly, I'm gonna try to keep it like that. I just gotta be more prepared for it. Like I wasn't expecting to be a lot. Like a lot. It was consistent. A lot of people in that booth. So yeah, man. That's dope. That's dope. But yeah, other than that, man. Thank you guys for. Thank you guys for. Tuning in and uh, talking with us on the CDTCon recap at the club. We don't have, we didn't have any sp- specific guests, so we wanted to kind of give this one, this this style of podcast, a shot for an episode to see how we feel. And I feel like it was, it was pretty good, nice and natural. Had some awesome conversation, and uh, I, I liked it. What do you think, Fossey? Hell yeah, it went great, bro. Great. Dope, dope, dope. But uh, but yeah, man. Well, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and end. I'll see you guys next week where we're going to have, hopefully, a super big guest. Should we spoil it, Fausti? No, no. Keep, keep it tight. Bro, I'm talking about, like, big, Jeff. I'm talking about the biggest so far. But, but that's neither here nor there. We'll see you guys next week. Peace.